Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Best Self. I have a very special guest for you today. I have my lovely friend, Emma. Emma is a coach herself. She's been in the fitness industry for a 10 years. I was going to say a very long time, but she held up 10 fingers for me. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so first of all, Emma, can you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your background, how we met, yeah. all the fun stuff. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate being on here. I'm so grateful to talk with you. Um, yeah, so basically, I have been in the fitness industry for almost 10 years. I started pretty much straight away when I left um, high school. Uh, my mum was a group fitness instructor. I pretty much went to one of those commercial gyms from the age of 12 and, you know, I saw her up there doing her body pump style classes and I was like, I want to do that. I really, really love that. I love the, you know stage <laughs> anyway <laughs> but um yeah so started out there and I didn't have any question about what I wanted to do when I left everyone was like am I going to uni you know what am I doing am I getting an ATAR and I was like I know what I'm doing going to TAFE and I'm getting my cert three and four in fitness yeah so that's where it kind of all started and almost 10 years later I'm still here but a lot obviously has changed since that day <laughs> I bet so how has your fitness journey changed like since wanting to just get up on stage and do the group fitness classes like have you changed what you do yeah. since then has it evolved like yeah well i hope so <laughs> i love evolving i like to think so anyway but yeah so group fitness is still a big part of my life um you know it's where i started it's it has a piece of my heart that's for sure like it's such a good space for people to feel comfortable and you know get their body moving without any you know pressure or you know just to feel nervous for anyone watching them it's just a safe space um but yeah even though that's still in my life i've definitely developed and evolved more into the personal training side of things whether it be you know more one-on-one -on -one or group sort of training um definitely um dived more into the strength realm strength and conditioning and online coaching has come into it so a little bit more nutrition and just putting all the bits and pieces together and you know kind of helping clients rather than just that hour I'm with them in the room you know several hours of the week if I can um, with all aspects of their life I, I really enjoy that it's just it's more than movement it's it's their whole life even though movement is a really big part of their lives um, and that's where it all started that's how we met it's so much more when I work with them I love that beautiful it's so <laughs> nice because we've known each other for what about five years yeah I think I was your boss at one point you were <laughs> I was my boss that's so funny and then to see you like your fitness journey yourself and how you've grown can you talk a little bit about that like when you first started did you have a specific goal or vision of what fitness was to you and has that changed and yeah I think when I was say 18 to 23 let's say I think I was just just being, I was just making money and, you know, doing what I loved, which was group fitness. And, you know, I'd learn a course here and there and based on like, you know, kettlebell training or boxing or cycle, you know, just learning more of the physical side of things. And um, because I think when you see fitness or you see someone, an instructor on stage, you kind of go, well, they just, they get paid to work out. They get paid to look good. And um, it's more than that. Like, so I feel like my evolving in that side of things and I've changed with what is fitness, you know? And I know there's a big gap between health and fitness, but I think fitness is leading more towards health and wellness these days. And I think the last 
three three years, I've really noticed that that I don't you don't move your body just because you move it because you love yourself, you know. So I think that's the main shift I've had. It's movement is not just exercise to me anymore, and I'm trying to obviously teach that to my clients as well. I love that mindset. <laughs> okay, perfect. So today we really wanted to dive into awareness. That's been yes. like something that's been coming up for both of us yes. and when we see each other we chat about it a lot we love awareness <laughs> we do love awareness and it's like awareness of habits behaviors actions triggers last time me and emma went for a walk we were talking about how we behave in certain situations do you yes. remember this conversation yes do you remember what you said no remind me okay so emma was talking about how say for example this is not the example you gave but i'm hoping it's going to trigger your memory so <laughs> we were talking about eating and when would we be most likely to snack? When would we be most likely to skip a workout? Yeah. When would we be most likely to not do the things that are going to move us towards our goal or make us feel good? Yeah. And then we were talking about bringing awareness to that mm -hmm. so that next time, just being aware of that action in that space so that next time that activity comes up, yeah. we can stop and recognize and yeah. say, okay, last time I was in this space, this is the action I took. Yeah, and it made you feel a certain way. You remember that way that you felt. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess, like you said, it, it starts with awareness. Like we could just, you know, live, eat, move, and just do that and not notice anything. But when you bring awareness into it, I guess it becomes like a lesson almost. So just say you do something, let's say you eat a certain food, and you enjoyed it and you don't feel bad about it or you eat another type of food and you feel bad about it and you think about it for the rest of the day and it's on the top of your mind in a negative way you will remember that feeling and then the next time it happens if you have that self-awareness and your worth for yourself maybe you can put that in there as well which is a whole other topic we could probably talk about but may the next time that comes up or a similar situation that awareness comes forward and you go that made me feel this way last time i'm gonna do this this time and then it changes the way you live if you do those things bit by bit each time it becomes a bit of a habit you might say i love that yeah so like a specific example could be you had a stressful day where your kids are screaming not that either of us have kids and <laughs> you come home and you're just like f this i'm just gonna eat whatever's in the cupboard and you grab a big bag of crisps and mm -hmm. uh, a frozen pizza and you stick it in the oven yeah. and you just eat everything and yeah. you're eating to relieve that feeling of stress yeah and a lot of the time when we do stuff like that it's just almost like we're numb while we're doing it yeah and then if you can just stop in that moment mm -hmm. and recognize what action you're taking mm. And you know what, like that moment there of awareness, you know, you might be strong enough to go, no, this is going to make me feel that way. But most of the time we're not. We're already in it. We're open the crisps already. We're eating those crisps and we know we're going to feel that way. We've kind of chosen that path because we're stressed and we're already there. The awareness is important in those moments, yes, but it's also aware of why we get to those moments as well. So, you know, just using that example, being stressed all day, why are we stressed all day? Are we running around because we, you know, something happened? Um, where did we not schedule our day very well? Did our, did we have a flat tire? You know, whatever the reason is, um, that awareness of why you got to that spot in the end is enough. And I think coming back to those things like habits and structures and systems can help with that because 
we can't control life. Like things happen all the time. They're not going to be perfect. You know, things are going to go wrong. You're not going to maybe make every workout when you want and be as energetic as you want because life happens, stress, kids, work, whatever's in your life. That's normal. That's, that's what we want. We want to live our life, right? It's not all about that. But I think setting up those structures, those systems, those habits can um, help us avoid those moments you know what I mean and I that starts with that awareness awareness of what we're doing and then why we're doing it yeah and the awareness can come after as well it if you go through that moment you get to the end of your bag of crisps or your pizza or your bar of chocolate and you think oh I feel like shit now I wish I didn't yeah. do that yeah instead of beating yourself up you can literally go okay I'm aware instead of because what sometimes we'll do is we'll either just beat ourselves up and not make a plan to move forward we'll just start that negative self-talk yeah. of oh i'm i fucked up i'm fat i'm this i'm yeah, that i have no self-control you can spiral mm. but if you take that and use it productively and go okay you know what i've just made a mistake i can either beat myself up mm -hmm. or i can bring awareness to this situation reflect on what caused this situation was i not organized enough yeah was it just a one-off and then okay what can i do next time to change that what do you think are some habits or structures or systems that we're going to have in place to kind yeah. of like prevent that next time yeah definitely and all those systems and structures they sound fancy and like oh i don't have systems and structures uh, like everyone's different your system might be to have reminders every hour on your phone to do something so you don't forget or it might you know be to order food online so you don't have to think about the shopping list everyone's different and that's the best part about it. there's no one way to find a system or a structure you know it's just about going back to okay those moments I don't want to feel this way again what am I going to do to prevent this or getting to those moments I feel this way I don't want to feel this again how can I not come back to this moment or if I do okay that's all right I'll start again I'll go back to my systems maybe I need to fix something up you know what I mean so I feel like the systems and structures, they have a place for everybody. So I feel like you're a structured person, aren't you? You're a very structured person. We love structure. We do love structure. We're probably structure. really close because we're both very similar <laughs> in that sense. But like, what about the unstructured person? I used to be an unstructured yeah? person. You'd be surprised <laughs> the things I've taught myself. Um, so I, literally was just like a on the fly willy-nilly I'll do whatever I feel like kind of person mm -hmm. and that did not work well for me to help me achieve my goals so I would just eat whatever do whatever think about not think about things mm. and just do everything last minute yeah and one thing that I think has really helped and is really important is to not put too much pressure on having everything all figured out and mm. kind of think about it mm. one step at a time. So yeah. like if you know in one area, like for me, food was, I was I couldn't cook. I, yeah. I didn't know how to cook. I grew up, my dad calls my stepmom chicken ding because <laughs> I, whenever we had dinner, the microwave would ding. Like oh that gosh. was the level of cooking <laughs> when I was growing up. Um, so I was like, completely had no idea and instead of trying to figure it all out at once I literally mm. learned to make one meal and then that's all I would you eat for it. ages yeah but you loved it right I didn't love the meal you didn't? by the end of it I was so sick of it yeah but I had a goal 
and yeah. I wanted to move towards it. And it. then I started to experiment with different yeah. other foods, like different. It was a it was a chicken, a Mexican chicken, and I would cook. We have evolved. Yeah, I would cook it in the oven with the fajita <laughs> spice mix, and it, yeah, it was very bland and very dry. But, but you know what, though, that moment from the basic chicken dish to the Mexican one, you would have had a moment of, okay, I am good at this chicken dish and I'm sick of it. I'm aware that I'm getting sick of this, but I still want to reach my goals. Let's add a spice. Yes. Simple as maybe not to some people, but for you at that time, it might have been simple to add a spice, buy an extra spice on your shopping list. But that would have been self-awareness for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't realize it at the time, but you're like, I want to keep going towards my goals. I'm going to add that spice in. Yeah. Then you're here adding more vegetables now, or maybe a little bit extra protein. You're learning more as you go and you're changing your habits to through your awareness because you're aware of what's working for you and what's not. Yeah, so true. And just do one small thing at a time, exactly yeah. like you said, because that was like 2017. That's fucking yeah. six years ago. Yeah. If I would have visualized, I need all my shit together. If I would have visualized the person I am now, it would have been too overwhelming and I wouldn't have even started. No way, yeah. And I think that, I mean, everyone's heard this before and whether they believe it or not is they see something, whether it be on social media or Instagram, and they think, oh, I'm not like that, I should be like that, or I, they've made that recipe, I should be able to make that recipe. They have three kids, I have three kids, and I can't do that. Comparison, like it's putting us down. Take that all away and just sit with you, yourself. Who are you? What, what do you want? Who are you in the sense of what skills do you have? Can you cook? Can you not cook? You know, are you good with time management or you're not? Get the app to help you or, you know, set those reminders, you know. Don't compare yourself to anyone um, and work with what you've got. Get your own self-awareness and put it towards your life and your body. I think people get a bit of lost in that sometimes. You Definitely know. comparison. Even yeah. I'm guilty of it myself. Like I literally yeah. unfollow and you are my best friends on Instagram. If mm-hmm. I see what you're doing, and it doesn't make me feel good about myself. I have no problem on following on you in that person because it's a slippery slope. You can easily get sucked into comparing yourself to everyone's highlight yeah. reels. Yeah, yeah. Hello, I just wanted to jump in and remind you real quick that the eight-week glow-up challenge is starting very soon. I've nicknamed glow-up the mindset makeover challenge because the best glow-ups start from the inside. And I have combined my background in behavioral psychology with my lots of years in the fitness industry to create a challenge experience that you have never seen before. You will not have experienced anything like this because there's nobody in the fitness industry combining these methods in this way to help you overcome the self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs, the things that have been holding you back. This is not just about the physical transformation. It's about getting rid of those excuses that are no longer serving you and glowing up into the best version of you, the strongest, most confident and empowered version of you that I know is in there and ready to shine. I'm going to be working so closely with you on the mindset work in this challenge. Take this opportunity because I don't know if I'm going to be running this again with this level of support and especially not at this price. So if you haven't signed up already, you can find the link in the show notes or go to hannahstardfitness.com to join. You do not want to miss this. Go sign up now. What are some things do you think that are, say someone's like right at the start of their fitness journey, everything's mm. so overwhelming and they, they know that they need to maybe implement some healthy habits or systems or structures. Is there any simple ones that you can think of that would help someone? I think just 
finding out what you currently are doing or who you are like that's I for me I think that's the first step and it makes it a little bit easier in directing you where you should go next let's just use your just use a workout schedule for example you have a goal of working out five times a week what are you doing at the moment are you doing it one a week are you doing two weeks sometimes three or are you consistently doing it three times a week find out what you're doing first and gradually build on that don't go okay i'm doing one a week but now i want to do two yogas and two hits and go for a 10k walk on the weekend and three k's every other day and just these expectations of where you want to be you can be there you can get there but you can't do it all at once so mm-hmm. i guess with someone starting out nutrition workout wise little baby steps so they become these you know little habits that form over time people think doing like things you know straight away you know they'll last forever not if they're not sustainable you need to Mm. choose little things it's almost like compound interest you start yes do you know that one have you read atomic habits yes oh i love that book okay Mm -hmm. so it's like compound interest doing those little things every day those little decisions that may mean nothing for the time at the time over time they are massive mm-hmm. they help you evolve they help with your self-awareness they help all around um and that's what i mean by that taking those little steps yes i'll put the link for that book in the show notes atomic habits honestly if you haven't read it you have to read it it'll change good. your life simple read as well very mm. basic yeah. yeah and it's not just applicable to health and fitness it's no. like all areas and the other thing that i will just say that me and emma well that emma just reminded me of the podcast episode that was released last week just to plug myself (laughs) was on the wheel of life and it's basically what you have just said take stock of where you're at Mm. so you need to know where you're at in order to get to where you're going so if you haven't yet listened to uh, the podcast episode last week it's episode seven and it's called three reasons you didn't achieve your goals and what to do Mm. about it and in that I talk a lot about um how you can sort of take an inventory of where you're currently at so that you can set realistic goals and put a realistic plan in place to get there. Because like Emma said, if you set massive unrealistic expectations and you're not going to the gym at all and you want to work out five times a week, Mm. you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And then you're going to doubt yourself. You're going to start all the way back to the beginning. Yes. You know, which we don't want. Absolutely. So, Emma, before we wrap it up, I did want to ask you a couple of questions. (laughs) What has been the most challenging or one of the biggest challenging, challenge, one of the biggest challenges in your fitness journey and how did you overcome it? I guess for me, I think it was about when I was a bit younger, I think I, I think I had to go. I always thought I had to go in one direction and maybe stay there. So, for example, if I had, I had to do the, you know, um, group fitness way and only teach classes and or I had to do the PT way and only, you know, teach structured programs, you know, stuff like that. I always thought whatever way I choose, that's I have to stay there and I have to keep going that way. Whereas, and that's what kind of why I didn't go fully in one direction because I was like, I don't want to go that way. I'm, I'll get stuck. I can't come back, which is bollocks really. So I think that's been the biggest challenge for me because I don't I didn't have to label myself that I'm not Emma the PT I'm not Emma the group fitness coordinator I'm not Emma the online coach I do all of it because I enjoy all of it I like the variety so I had to re- I, it took me years to realize that I tried all of them a few at on their own um, and I tried to see which one I fit the best and I was like I like it 
I'm going to keep it, but I'm not going to just do this. So I feel like that was my challenge, um, realizing that. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. And then another question that I have is what is one mindset limitation would you say mm. this is completely throwing her under the bus now because I'm just making this question up but I want to ask <laughs> love it. when you do that to me sorry <laughs> what was one mindset limitation you kind of did just answer it um that you've had mm -hmm. that you've managed to overcome and do you know how you managed to overcome it I was not long ago actually in a position where I was like what's my next step you know how you always kind of like what's my next step got to do something completely new goes back to that you don't have to do something you can just stay where you are and evolve I was considering and I asked you this Hannah and you were like okay this is serious doing a bodybuilding competition okay and I was just at a point in my life where I was like I know all the basics I know how to do this um not the bodybuilding so much but you know just the nutrition movement side of thing I, I'm like I'm capable of doing this you know so I thought that's got to be the next step I have to put myself my body in that position and I'm someone who now doesn't make decisions so quickly. I used to be, but now I don't, especially ones like that, because I knew that was a big one. I knew that was going to take my body through things that I hadn't been through before. It might mess with my hormones and menstrual cycle, which I'm very, um, I, I'm grateful for having, um, you know, things like that. And I, I asked a few important people in my life, and including Hannah, because she's been through that. And I said, look, I'm considering doing this. Can you give me your two cents on it? I know how you feel about it, but I just want to hear you say what you think about me doing it. And going back to your question, how did I overcome that? Even though it wasn't so much a problem, it was a problem to me because I think I was trying to fill a hole, um, but it turned into a lesson because I needed to, yes, evolve but it didn't have to be in such a drastic way I didn't have to jump to the most you know attractive thing on social media to do so I could do it in so many other ways and after talking to loved ones and you know listening to myself um, in the sense of whether it be journal writing or you know voice memoing yourself and listening back which is something I do um, <laughs> sounds weird but try it <laughs> um, I had that self-awareness of that this is just a temporary emotion telling me to do this because I have feel like I need to do something. Whereas that something didn't have to be something so crazy. You know, it's an extreme sport. It's not just as simple as you look like this. So I um, made the decision to not do that and um, decided to test my body in a different way on my own. Um, and I thought, what's a better way to teach my clients how to get, you know, to achieve the goals they want than to do it on your own, your own self-awareness, you know, your own personal growth, you know. So that is how I overcame that. Yeah, that was, I didn't expect to say that one, Hannah. Did you poke that out of me? I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a good one. I didn't expect you to say that one either, but that's such a good one. I think that's so important to address as well. As a fitness instructor, personal trainer, coach, whatever you want to call yourself, mm. it's almost expensive expected of you in the industry to at some point go through a bodybuilding competition yeah. I feel it, it's probably not mm. but I feel like it's almost like a badge of honor and to be honest if you're trying to promote health and fitness the last thing you want to be doing is going through a bodybuilding competition because it's one exactly. of the most unhealthy things that you can actually yeah. do to your body yeah so the fact that you I know you I know your values I know you 
who you are as a person and I feel and I know you probably do too going for a bodybuilding competition is kind of almost against yeah everything you believe yeah so the fact that you came to that conclusion by mm. asking for help mm. reaching out for support and taking the time to journal reflect yeah awareness mm. is yeah a very good way to overcome yeah and it wouldn't have happened if I didn't have that awareness of who I am if I didn't have my values written down or in my head you know it makes things decision a lot harder when you don't know what's going on in your own mind <laughs> it's very cloudy space you know even if you try really hard to not make it cloudy it has its moments so um, it's good to have those things around you values people whatever it may be to help you to get you through those moments of emotion <laughs> yeah very true what you said about journaling and um recording yourself and listening mm. back is so important as well yeah. i feel like they're so underrated tools. yeah i'm with you so, well thank you so much for today did you have anything else that you want no to i'm add? good thank you for having me i think aware look awareness is just a big one like i think i say the word at least three times a day because i it's everything it's the start of everything mm. you know like awareness awareness is 80 percent of change if you bring yeah. awareness to something yeah. you're there yeah you know that's yeah. it a lot of the time we just go bumbling through day to day and we don't mm. recognize our actions or our behaviors or why we're doing something so yeah just stop and think yeah i'm with you girl thank you for having me thank you so much for being here well we're actually in Emma's space i'm at her <laughs> lovely house right now thank you so much for listening guys so if you i will put the show notes in the show notes the link for the atomic habit book and also go back and listen to last week's podcast if you haven't already on three reasons why you haven't achieved your goals and that will really help you to stop and reflect and bring awareness to where you're currently at so that you can move forward and to get in touch with emma you can find her on instagram at emma scrunch fitness i'll link to her instagram page in the show notes as well and a big thank you again to emma and i Thanks, will see girl. you next time see you guys